good to be here tonight. Thank God for letting us come back to his house again. And we appreciate those who have come. Glad to have the Blake family with us tonight. I appreciate those fellas running the equipment again. It's good to be here, and I thank God for the service we had this morning. I want to make some prayer requests. I want you to keep praying for Vanessa and Brian. I thought they moved real good this morning and rededicated their lives to the Lord and expressed their desire to serve the Lord and follow him. Really pray for them. And their boys, Candon and Corey. Well, I thought they moved so good, but they didn't get satisfied. Both of them seeking salvation. They want to get saved. And so they made such a good start. And uh, I'm excited about it. I, I've been praying for them, and God's blessed me to pray for them today. Uh, let's keep praying for them. And I have hope that I'll hear real soon uh, that they've gotten satisfied in their hearts. And so I'd like to see somebody get saved tonight or like to hear about somebody getting saved or both. Uh, if anybody here is lost tonight, we'd like for them to get saved. If anybody's listening and watching on the live stream, we'd like for them to get saved. God's able to do that. Uh, God's uh, hand is not shortened. His uh, strength is not diminished. God is able to do everything. And, uh, boy, I praise God for having a God like we have. Now, uh, in just a moment, I'm not going to say too much. In just a moment, I'm going to offer up a prayer. Then I'm going to turn over to Brother Barry and his family. Let them come sing, testify, do whatever they feel like doing. Just wanted to follow the Lord, uh, follow their hearts tonight. But right now, let's pray. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for letting us be here tonight. God, thank you for what we can feel and the excitement we can feel. And, uh, uh, Lord, the, the blessing of being in your house. And, God, we just thank you for the things you've already done. And, God, we pray and we're asking you to do some more things tonight. And, God, we just ask you, we know that you're able. Uh, thank you, God, for giving your son Jesus to die on the old cross and raise from the dead. That we could have salvation. And, God, I thank you that I'm saved. And I appreciate you, God. And I ask you, God, to bless this service. We ask it in Jesus' name, and amen. Brother Barry, I'm going to turn over to you, buddy. Actually, Bell, why don't you just come? We'll start with. I will say this, um, you know, there was a, a, just like Adam and Eve, they, they sinned, and the Bible says they were put out of the garden. And uh, although the garden I got back into isn't the physical garden that you see, and my soul was a seven-year-old boy, I got back in. And, and I've had that peace. And that's what this song is about. And it's also about the peace that you have as you walk with him. So let's pray for us.
Sometimes down here All too soon we must part But I won't leave the ones I love A broken heart My friends Someday if you can't find me don't you worry, I know exactly where I'll be. If you don't see me tomorrow, look for me. In the morning, I'll be with Jesus in glory. I'm sorry, Terry, I messed up. I'll just keep going. If you don't see me tomorrow, look for me. In the morning, I'll be in glory with Jesus, my King. If you don't see me tomorrow, I'll be in that land where there's no sorrow. I'll be with Jesus in glory in the morning. You too can also do what I have done. Make sure of your trip to that home before setting sun. For there will be joy in the tears of those who weep If you've said I'll see you in the morning Before you sleep If you don't see me tomorrow Look for me In the morning I'll be in glory With Jesus my King, if you don't see me tomorrow, I'll be in that land where there's no sorrow. I'll be with Jesus in glory in the morning, where there's no more brokenhearted and the day. As always just started, I'll be with Jesus in glory in the morning. Appreciate uh, Bill and Barry. Appreciate those good songs. I'm glad to be here tonight. I thank the Lord for His mercy, for His grace, and uh, God mighty good to us. And uh, they sang about uh, that garden and sang about where we're going when we leave here. And uh, there are things that I've encountered in life that's made me afraid. You know, maybe be going down the interstate highway and a truck start to cut over in your lane. And, not looking and that startles you it's kind of kind of scary but I'm not afraid of death I'm not afraid of what it holds for me I might get alarmed 
Obviously, if I saw a truck trying to run over me or about to, not knowing it, I'd do everything I could to get out of the way. If I was sick, I'd go to the doctor, uh, try to get some medicine to help me. But I'm not afraid of what death holds for me because I'm going to a better country than this one. I'm going to heaven. That's what Barry was saying about. I have a subject I'd like to preach about tonight, and uh, uh, I always preach about this subject, uh, but I don't focus on it in this word all the time. Uh, the text I'd like to use tonight is salvation. And there are some questions about salvation that I'd like to uh, preach about. It's on my heart. Uh, who needs to get saved? And why do they need to get saved? And who can get saved? Well, there are some great questions. And uh, there are some uh, easy answers to that, but I, I want to verify that in the Bible. I'm going to tell you what the Bible says and what I know in my heart is true. We all need to get saved. Uh, we need to get saved to keep from going to hell. And who can get saved? Everybody can get saved. Uh, but I want to I show you that in the Bible. And I want to preach about that. And uh, uh, maybe somebody either here or somebody on the broadcast is listening. That, uh, maybe you sort of know that. But maybe it needs to be just uh, defined uh, very carefully so that you could look at it and, and help you to believe it and, and uh, make a move to accept it. I'd like to start reading uh, tonight in the book of uh, 1 Timothy. I want to read in chapter 1, and I want to read uh, verse 15. Now, I really want you all to pray tonight. I need your prayers uh, here and uh, on the live stream. I appreciate prayers. I can feel people's prayers, and boy, it's important. And uh, we don't have to be physically together to pray for each other and to worship together. Uh, I like it when we can all be together. Looking forward to that happening again. But I'm so glad that God's blessing us to have church even in the circumstances that we have right now. It's been such a blessing. But in uh, 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 15, Paul says this to Timothy. This is a faithful saying and worthy of all acceptation. So he said this is a faithful saying. It's worthy of everybody accepting. Everybody ought to believe this is what Paul's saying to Timothy. Here's what it is. That Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am chief. And you think about that. I, I mentioned that a lot. Paul said he was chief of sinners. That means he thought he was the worst sinner. But he got saved and God made a, a great soldier out of him. He was a great preacher and wrote most of the books of the Bible in the New Testament. And I'm telling you, uh, think about this again. Let me read it again. I want you to kind of lay this on your heart. This is a faithful saying. Worthy of all acceptation that Christ, Jesus, came into the world to save sinners of whom I'm chief. Well, boy, I'm, I'm glad we've got a God like that. And we know John 3.16, God so loved the world, and that meant us. That meant all the people in the world. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Now, I want to read some from the book of Romans, uh, chapter 3, and verses 22 and 23 and 24. And I want you to think about this. Again, this is Paul writing, but here he's writing to the Roman uh, people, the Roman nation. And here's some things he said. Now, I'll make this point. Uh, the Romans uh, were somewhat enemies uh, of the uh, Israeli state at this time. And uh, uh, probably, uh, Paul probably died in Rome, according to history. And we know he went to jail over there. 
Uh, but my friend, uh, Paul was a man of God. He was a preacher of the gospel. And there was a lot of people in Rome that wanted to get saved. So uh, God gave them all the opportunity. Here's, here's, what, uh, uh, here's what Paul said to the people of Rome. He said, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ, unto all and upon all them that believe, for there is no difference. Boy, I like that. No difference in people. Uh, you can be rich or poor. You can be highly educated or non-educated. You can be a, a man or a woman or a boy or a girl. Uh, you can have all different kinds of backgrounds. But here he said, talking about this, said, even the righteousness of God, which is by faith of Jesus Christ. That's the faith of Jesus Christ, uh, which uh, we have to have in order to get saved. And I'd mentioned that just recently. You know, we need to have faith in Jesus Christ, but there's a few verses that states it this way. We, we have to have the faith of Jesus Christ. He had faith, and he went to the cross, and he had enough faith to get up from the dead uh, by his Father's help. And uh, so when he had that faith, well, when, when the gospel's preached and the Bible said faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God, that's the faith of Jesus Christ that God gives us. When I was just a boy, I'd hear people make statements, and they meant well by it. They'd say, well, so-and-so, I hope they can muster up enough faith to get saved. Well, folks, we don't muster up anything. We can't muster it up. It's not there. We can't uh, reach out there and get it, but it comes down from heaven. It comes through the heart of the church, and when the gospel's preached, it's preached to us, and God speaks to our heart. And so it's by the faith of Jesus Christ that we get saved. Now listen to what he also said here, following after that. And here's the reason why this is so important uh, that the Lord came. And, and it says down here, uh, to all that believe. That's to everybody. What I was saying at the opening, to everybody. That's who God calls to. That's who needs him. That's who can have him. And here's why we need him. This is one of the verses that tells that. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. And it goes on, says, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. And so when it talks about being justified, if someone's justified, that means everything's made okay. Nothing wrong. I used to be a sinner and I had all these things wrong with me. But when I trusted Jesus and God gave me salvation through the grace of God, he washed me in the blood of the lamb. After that, everything was okay in me. My soul was all right. There was no sin I was held accountable for because I was cleaned up from it. Talk about being justified. Boy, I'll tell you what, God wants to justify you. He wants to fix you up. He wants to make you clean. And so it says, uh, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. That word sin there, that's the same word uh, in, the, in the Greek uh, that means miss the target. Boy, that's a good word for sin, miss the target. I tried to be a good boy, but I missed the target. And here where it says, and come short of the glory of God. Uh, that's a term, uh, the words that they use like if somebody was shooting a bow and arrow. And if you shot the arrow and it fell before it even got where the target was at, that's coming short. So that's an illustration. That's like a picture illustration. For all have sinned, missed the target, come short of the target. We couldn't do it. But the Lord did it for us. And when we trust him, we can have salvation by his grace. So, so again, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. That's to everybody. Let me uh, go on over here into the uh, fifth and sixth chapter. I want to read from the sixth chapter just one verse, very familiar scripture. And this is one of the reasons uh, why we need to get saved. It explains it. It says, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. So when it says the wages of sin is death, now, even the natural death is caused by sin. But the death 
that's more important than the natural death is the eternal death. Uh, used to, I was dead in trespasses and in sin. Sin was in my life. I, ha I had a death inside of me. Uh, I was dead. Uh, well, Paul said it this way. He said, I was alive without the law once. Then the commandments came, sin revived, and I died. When I found out that I was a sinner, when the gospel reached me and it showed me that I didn't measure up to what God wanted, I'd sinned and come short of the glory of God. I found myself lost, dead in trespasses and in sin. Boy, I'm telling you what, though. It says, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Over in the third chapter of the book of John, uh, Jesus said in the third verse, said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, except a man uh, be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. So if you don't get born again, you can't go to heaven. If you can't go to heaven, where are you going? It's a place called hell. We read about a rich man in the Bible. It was buried, and in hell he lifted up his eyes. The Bible said being in torments, and that's plural. I don't know how many torments there are there, but it's a bad place. It's an awful place. Our imagination can't even imagine how bad hell is. But on the other side of that, we can't imagine how good heaven is. Well, I'm glad I'm going to heaven. I'm glad the Lord has it there for me. So the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Now, I want to come back up here in the, in the fifth chapter here. And I want you to get this down here. Uh, starting down here in verse 6. For when we were yet without strength, in due time Christ died for the ungodly. Well, that was me. I didn't have any strength. I, I couldn't reach up to heaven. I, I couldn't straighten myself up. had no strength to do that. I was weak. Oh, but the Lord died for me, even knowing what kind of person I was. That's, that's how much he loves us. And so when we were yet without strength in due time, uh, Christ died for the ungodly. Now listen to this. For scarcely for a righteous man will one die, yet peradventure for a good man some might even dare to die. You know, we wouldn't, uh, somebody that was being an enemy of ours or uh, kind of a bad person, we wouldn't think about dying for them. Now, maybe somebody we love real good, why, we'd put our life on the line for them. But listen, here what this says. But God, this is verse 8, but God commendeth his love toward us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Boy, think about that. And so now salvation, who needs it? Everybody needs it. Why do we need it? It's to keep us from going to hell. In John chapter 3 and verse 7, it talks over there. And Jesus, he said to Nicodemus, he said, Marvel not that I said unto ye, ye must be born again. When he said that, he meant, Nicodemus, if you're going to go to heaven, you have to be born again. Nicodemus couldn't quite understand it first. He said, well, can I enter the second time into my mother's womb and be born? But Jesus said, that which is born of flesh is flesh, but that which is born of the spirit is spirit. And so what Jesus was telling him, he needed to have a spiritual birth. Boy, and I've, I've said this, and I've heard other people say this, but it makes a point. I've got a birth I can't remember. I can't remember being born uh, when I was born. Obviously, nobody can. But I have another birth I can't forget. Why, I don't want to forget it, but I can't forget it. It's real to me. I can remember just as clearly tonight as I could 20 or 30 or 40 or 50 years ago. I can remember being born again. I can remember the look of that old altar bench. Not that the look of that bench was any importance, but it's just fresh in my mind. I can remember being there praying, and I can remember getting up on that bench, and I'd prayed, and I hadn't got satisfied, but I got up on the bench, and I was sitting there. And I'm telling you what, 
when I talked to the Lord. Uh, he spoke to me and he gave me peace in my soul. Uh, another scripture or two that I want to get here that goes along with that. I, I need to explain this. This is over in the 10th chapter of the book of Romans. Listen to this. <clears throat> it says, If thou wilt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him up from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Now, sometimes people misapplies that. That's not saying if you just say a bunch of words that you'll be all right. When I got saved, I was sitting on the morning's bench. I wasn't even talking out loud. Well, what's this mean then? Uh, where it's talking about uh, you confess with your mouth. Uh, what's, that? what's that got to do with it? It means that God wants us from our heart, from the mouth of our heart. God wants us to admit to him that we're a sinner. And I admitted that. I admitted that to God. I said, God, I've done all I can. Lord, I, I, I'm just an old sinner and I want to be saved. And I said, God, help me. So I, I talked to God from the mouth of my heart. And with my heart, I believed. <clears throat> Boy, I'm glad. And so let me get that again. Let me get a sip of this water. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him up from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Let me emphasize that again. I've known people that couldn't even talk. I was up at Pleasant View, and there was a, a lady up there. She was a deaf mute. She couldn't talk. But the gospel reacher, they, they shared it with her with sign language. And she comes out and got saved, and tears run down her face. This proves it's not talking about the natural mouth. When she got saved... Well, I can remember this well. You probably can too, Linda. Tears running down her face. She pointed up. Tears running down and she pointed up. She knew she was going to heaven. Boy, the church got on shouting ground. She had a testimony. Even though she couldn't say any words, she testified of God's saving grace in her life. So it's not verbal that we make that confession to God through our mouth, but it's from our heart. And so again, the scripture saith, Whosoever believeth on him shall not be ashamed. That's the next verse. And then it goes on down. So there's no difference between the Jew and the Greek for the same Lord overall is rich and tall that call upon. So everybody's the same as far as needing salvation. Jesus Christ died for everybody. He rose from the grave for everybody. Everybody needs him. And he, everybody can have him. Jesus said, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, he said, come unto me and I'll give you rest. Oh, I like that. I come to him one time and he gave me rest. I was nervous about it. I was kind of scared about it. But God helped me. He gave me what I needed to come to me, he, he, to come to him. And when I called on him, he gave me what I needed to satisfy my soul. The scripture goes on. It says, for whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Again, that's from the inner man calling on God by faith, saying, Lord, save me. I need you, Lord. Lord, and one of the things I said, I said I was a sinner. Another thing I said, Lord, I believe that Jesus died for him and rose from the grave. Lord, please save me. Words like that. But people can put it in their own words. But they just have to realize Jesus died and rose again. They have to realize they're a sinner and have to ask God to save them. Everybody does that from their heart when God's calling them to get saved. It goes on down through here. And verse 17 down in this chapter kind of sums it up. It says, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. The word of God helps us to believe. I talked to a man just recently. He said, I'm having trouble believing. But he said, when I hear preaching, he said, it seems like it speaks to my heart. He said, it helps me believe. Well, I'm telling you what tonight. Uh, we've got a God that speaks to us and he'll help us believe. You think about this. 
God wants us to trust in him. He wants us to, to, to believe in him by faith. And he even gives us the faith to do that. And he'll help us use that faith. It's real simple. Getting saved is just obeying the Lord and believing what God said. Salvation. Who needs it? Everybody. Who can have it? Everybody. Why do we need it? So we don't have to die and go to hell. I'm glad I'm saved. I'm on my way to heaven. I will at this point. I'm going to heaven. That's the main reason I'm glad I'm saved. But I, I'm glad for my life right now. I've got a good, happy life because I've got Jesus with me. Well, I'm glad, I'm glad I got Jesus. I'm going to offer an invitation here in just a minute. I don't know if somebody's got a song you want to sing for invitation or not. You, any of you is welcome if you feel like it. No? Okay. Well, I'd like for everybody to stand anyway. And uh, I'd like to make an invitation. And uh, well, I appreciate you going to come sing this one. Boy, I appreciate that. Thank the Lord for you. And, and while she sings, I praise God for being here tonight. And I thank the Lord for what I feel. And if everybody would, I'd like for everybody to just come in and pray while you sing. And uh, some of the here, I'd like to just come and pray. If you're saved, pray for the lost. If you're lost, if you're lost please just come and ask Jesus to save you. He'll do that while you sing. Let's just pray. Your life lets you down. Amen. And you feel more broken than whole When the wounds go deeper than words And you can't tell a soul well, I may not know what you're going through And I may not can make those high mountains move but one thing I found that I really want you to know If it matters to you, it matters to the Master He wants to share the burdens you bear Whisper peace when your world gets shattered if it's your greatest joy, or your deepest pain, or you're really needing an answer, if it matters to you, it matters to the Master. Friend, do you think the Maker and Giver of life? far too busy to care about your struggle and strife. He sees the sparrow that falls to the ground, and he hears the tears that don't make a sound. If only you knew how precious you are in his sight. If it matters to you, it matters to the Master. Yeah. He wants to share the burdens you bear. Whisper peace when your world gets shattered. If it's your greatest joy or your deepest pain or your
appreciate everybody coming to pray. Anybody else have a song or something you feel like saying? Just follow the Lord if you do. Mind the Lord. Anybody? It's good to be here tonight. Good to have y'all. Appreciate those good songs and each one of you. Anybody's got anything you want to say, you feel free. You're welcome to say anything you feel like or do anything you feel like. Just, we use this phrase a lot, just mind the Lord. All right, if not, we'll come to a close. We thank everybody. We appreciate y'all being here. Appreciate everybody's listening and everybody's praying. The men running the broadcast and sound equipment, appreciate you fellas. If nothing else, you're liberty to go. Go praying, come praying. Thank you.